Hey everybody, it's time to do a show again. This is probably one of our best shows we've ever done since our return from our big hiatus there for a little while. If this is your first visit, this is what you can expect, for better or for worse. I hope you have a really good time. I know we did. So just sit back, grab some coffee, a beverage, and enjoy Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, episode 570 for September 10th, 2022. Vigorous Kegels. And welcome to another episode of Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, the show that brings you the latest and greatest and odd crazy news from all over the planet. Today we are coming to you as the sun rises above the horizon. We are like the giant globe of awesome that just glows and shines out into the world and brings you the greatest news you've ever heard. Were you like, oh man, my morning was totally not complete. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then we showed up and we were like, behold, the news is for you. And you went, oh, oh. I can die a happy human. This is the best thing ever. I never thought I needed this, but I do. I do, horseshoes and hand grenades. Thank you for bringing it to me. Well, you're welcome, citizens of the world. I'm your host, Steven, joined as always by the amazing, the wonderful, the incredible, Smashly. Hi! Hello, Smashly. You're back from Dragon Con, and I need to hear all the things ready to I am back from Dragon Con! <laughs> okay, so here's the plan. Here's what I was going to do. I was thinking, okay. like, I'm not going to talk about Dragon Con a lot. Because the least favorite thing to do anytime someone else goes on vacation is listen to them discuss their vacation. You know what I mean? You know No, I, I really like telling about vacations. That I you like telling home, so. it, but listening to other people talk about how Jacob, awesome... or Steven, nobody listens to us. They just... You're, you're 100% right. You're the only person I have to talk to. Do you want to know? Can I tell you? This, this is the hard, honest, this is the honest truth about life at Dragon Con. Without you there, I have no one else to talk about it with, like, ever. Oh, no, that's so sad. Because all the things that I went and did that were like, this is Dragon Con, you know? and it's The wrestling. Essence. I didn't get to go to the wrestling. We tried. We couldn't get in. It was max capacity. We, we stood really? in line forever, and we got turned away. Yeah, no wrestling for us. But it's not even that. It's it's that you and I go to Dragon Con. You remember the feeling when you come back, and you're like, we did all the things we did, and everybody's just like, yeah, cool, and then you just cared. keep eating yeah. their chicken. Um, that's yeah. basically what... Because Stephanie didn't get to do like the, the meeting up with my friends, right? Because she was with Sam, and she would take over... At night around seven seven thirty, and then I would go enjoy the nightlife with all my homies. The nightlife with all these dorky people I met that I love to the moon and back. I've I've, I've rekindled slash strengthened every relationship with every person I got to hang out with at Dragon Con. I got to hang out with Bean. I got to hang out with uh, Sean uh, Head Gamer and Connor, aka Quillmeister. I got to hang out with Phil, Dennis, Steven, and Tristan, and Jenna from Botched, uh, Steph and Mike from, uh, from, from Adventure, Inc. I have never met them before. Look, I'm going to tell you one thing's for true. Everybody there loves each other. It's like, yeah. I don't know that I've ever met 
Mike Crignola in person, but when I did meet him and Phil introduces, he gave me the biggest bear hug like we'd been friends for 10 years. <laughs> oh and I was gosh. like, I am among my people. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best experience of my life. So shout out to both the Crignolas for being amazing human beings. Um, yeah, and I got to hang out with Swan, uh, which was cool because I don't remember ever meeting Swan in person, but I have the memory of a goldfish. Have it better. So she she's like, Steve, and I'm like, hi, who are you? <laughs> and then I saw her badge, <laughs> and it was a swan named Dimple. I'm like, oh, snap, hey. And it's just, uh, it was, look, all I know for sure is that everybody there is putting so much effort into their like personal <laughs> branding and achievement in podcasting and digital media creation. And I'm like, oh, y'all do this stuff when you're not live, like on the mic? Like, you actually put... <laughs> Time and effort into like TikToks and junk, right? Oh, oh, I should try that. Um, so that was, uh, in a nutshell, that was the experience. They're magical. Mm-hmm. Everybody I'm there. I'm really glad that you got to go, and I'm really thankful that people sent me pictures and videos, and I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that I wasn't there. Yeah. We are all bummed. You should have seen the outpouring of love. By the way... Uh, rock God of Parl Podcasting, the Rock Garlic, uh, brought up the garlic <laughs> story for one in front of everybody. He brought up, like, you have apparently made an impression on him because he told like three stories in panels and around people of things you did to him or called him. Uh, and it was the best. And he actually told, he said something. He's asked me about hoshus and hand grenades. And we determined that I, I was like, oh, Charles, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's hoshus and hand grenades. Um, and we had a we had a really great time, but I I think he missed picking on you and you picking on him. If I, I have forgot his guess. name was Charles, I didn't like I've been calling him Garlic so long. I you said Charles, and I'm like Charles, 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 like Garlic, was, yeah, yeah. No. Rock Garlic, yeah. So he, yes, he brought you up multiple times in different stories throughout the throughout the con. Uh, he's think, a good people. Yeah, during the kickoff, I didn't he think actually, he would be a good people, but that, he's a good people. <laughs> that's what I was going to get to during the kickoff, where he stands up there, he tells everybody, "Welcome to Digital Media Track" and all that. He brought up how his name made made you uh, think that he was some kind of dirtbag, um, pompous ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that was that was probably my favorite story. Um, <laughs> so whether you like it or not, you were present at Dragon Con by the immense amount of people that you impact just by being who you are and it made it harder for me to be there without you because it was like oh man these i really wish ash was here because she would she would have a great time with all these these humans because it was oh i I love you guys i am uh i am a i am more low-key you know i'm not an agent of chaos so like (laughs) i don't know what to do and i'm not out like just feeding off your energy with other people (laughs) so so it was a lot less like just rapid fire jokes with people because I feel like I, when you're not there, I'm more like, "Hey, everybody, it's nice to see you." You know, when you're there, I feel like I've got like a partner. Um, so that was that was. Stephen and I need each other. We need mm-hmm. each other. That was hard, but I did. I did have amazing human beings around me. Uh, hanging out with with the botched crew was incredible. Would Just hearing everybody's voice on that video, when I, like I could hear, hear Phil yelling from across the little condo we were in. I'm like, what? The? <laughs> so I thought he was, and then they said smashy. I'm like, they talking to me. Yeah, we're talking to you. Yeah, so I'm- next year, I did watch a couple panels where they had somebody virtualed in, you know, with on the big TV. Yes. 
So whether you like it or not, you're coming to Dragon Con next time. We're gonna figure that out. I would, I would like to. Yeah, it'll be virtual, but you'll be there. <coughs> so we decided to do the because it was my birthday, and then Charlotte was due August fourth, and so we kind of wrapped it all up. We're like, this last month has been kind of weird, so we're like, yeah. okay, let's go on a nice, like, calm, chill Bush Gardens trip with a two year old. Yeah. How did that go? Like, how was how was amusement park with Tiny Tot? You looked like you had fun. I was, I was real happy for you to be out and about in the world doing stuff. It was lovely, and my child is a, a hundred. So that you've got a measurement on your wall of where Sam turned three, mm-hmm. um, and then like you know four or five, blah 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 blah. So William is at that height. No, he now? where it was. Three years and three months where Sam was, and William is that tall now. Wow. So he got to ride all the rides. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's 48 because inches he's, tall. He's a two and a half year yeah. old. Yeah. So he was super tall. And we we got to see, like, they left the wolf gate open. So, like, the wolves were running around playing tag, and we were the only ones there. And, like, the trainers weren't there. I'm like, this is how people die, but this is amazing. And <laughs> so, yeah. And then we went kayaking. Which Jacob and I have never been kayaking together ever. And then I had a two-year-old right like in Jacob's lap behind me. And the the ocean was rough. The guy looked at us and that was running out the kayak. And I mean, dude's used to dealing with like super wealthy a-holes because it was a resort. And he's sure. like, do you guys want to look at the water? He goes, it's a little choppy today. And Jacob peeked out. The, he's like, that's ah, fine. He goes, it's a little deceptive. He goes, you want to go take a really good look? And then finally, like, he built up enough courage to go, we've just never had anybody, because, you know, we told him he was two. We've never had anybody this this young or little out on a, and he's like, it's real rough. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll be fine. And so the whole time we're, like, going into the freaking storm and, like, trying to, like, avoid the rock barriers. And um, there was apparently, like, a great white and then a, a shark sighting the week before and then the whole time i'm like we're gonna fucking die this is how i die i am going to shit myself because i'm in the front right so there's nothing obstructing my thing so like anything that like there was a bunch of seaweed that kind of floated up of the water and then like went back down i'm like oh my god (laughs) please but yeah the entire time I was doing some vigorous kegels, like. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody show title, vigorous kegels. Please, please, for the love of all things holy, do it. It was, it was was scary, but we got back and I'm like, yes. And then that's when he told us about the great white the thing the like the week before and i'm like oh yeah don't fuck? lead with that you know no it was, it was it was on want. the way back it was on the way back i'm just like Ooh, cool 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 because <laughs> i mean it was it was it's the chesapeake bay like it feeds from the ocean and it's large water oh yeah oh yeah that uh because that's that's basically jaws environment you know <laughs> adam your hands are always dirty la 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 what are you doing over yes. there, Adam? 
like, I'm potting plants. What are you doing? Pot- potting pot. Potter. <laughs> so there's this show that we watch every once in a while called like the Great Pottery <gasps> Throwdown or something. Yes. 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 Love you watch show. it. Uh, yeah. Like- <laughs> ever since you guys, we watched it at the beach that one time. Like, <gasps> right. Yeah. Yeah. I was there when you discovered it. Uh, and we watched it every night. Yes. So the, the host now, her name's Sersha. She's right. Uh, Shaban. Shabbat, okay, you're right. So she's Irish, and so every time I watch that, I end up sounding Irish because it's so old. So every time someone says Potter, Potter. you may begin Potters. You may begin. You've, yeah. got, you've got 40 minutes, Potters. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great about that show is is if you, if you compare it to American like competition shows, there's no drama on Potter. It's just about the artwork. It's just about the people making the things. And they're all like, hey, are you supportive? Make a thing. Like, here, we tried watching some, I can't remember what reality show it was, but like from the onset, it was, I'm just here to break faces and crush people. (laughs) And I'm like, this is, y'all, come on. You're all artists. Like, what are you doing? You know, and I guess right. as, as these shows go on and you whittle it down to like five or six people left, you know, that they, they, they calm down on the aggression. But in the British one, they just, from the start, there's like 12 people and they're all like, we're best friends. Yeah. I hope you all They want to help each other. Yeah. Lovely. They help carry stuff. They're like, I don't want you to, because you want to win because of your artistry, not because you just like didn't help other people do things like carry their i don't want to win because you dropped your pot i want to win because my pot is legitimately better than your pot right and everybody like hey i finished 10 minutes early what can i do to help you Mm -hmm. we're in the u.s it was like tough shit mofo (laughs) over there on their phone tweeting i slept with your husband (laughs) (laughs) totally dominating this competition Right, because yeah. somebody dropped or tripped or like cut their thumb off or something. Bunch of a holes. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not right. If Ashley and I were to run a reality competition, which we should do, we should figure out yes. a way to like two dorks people two, paper two mache. Real? <gasps> what if we just had people compete for paper mache? So you could be like, hey, that way it's like an art thing, but it's something kindergartners do, and you're like. Make a balloon animal, wrap it in newspaper. Is, is that just gl- yeah? Is that just glue and newspapers? Is that where you dip it in the glue water? Yeah. Oh, we could do a reality show where people do kindergarten crafts. <gasps> we could call it <laughs> kindergarten crafts, and we can judge their kindergarten crafts. We're not even qualified to judge kindergarten crafts, but we could do it. And then all the people who watch the show could be like, "I submit for the the judges my kindergarten craft." It's like a macrame, you know. Yes, so much macaroni. Yeah, just macaroni stuff. Oh, we're brilliant. We're never going to do that, but we're brilliant. Patreon $500 level. We'll do kindergarten crafts. (laughs) I was talking to somebody the other day. Well, so we've got a family member, and they're incredibly wealthy. Like, Really? They have lots of lots of... Well, it's on Jacob's side. (laughs) (laughs) Thought I could access those funds. (laughs) (laughs) But they they don't have to work. They play all day, like play. Yeah. But, I mean, so the way they do it, they just come up with these ideas, and then they've got the backing and the connections and stuff, and they just do it. I'm like, oh, my God, if Steven and I could, like, 
just do some of the stuff that we came up with because we had the time, energy, and money to do it. That would be so cool. Oh, gosh. You know, it's, it's mostly <laughs> energy. You know, it's mostly energy, I think, that I need for these kind of exercises, these kind of things. Well, you work during the day, so your time... Like, cause they, if you don't have a job to go to and you have the, the day time yeah. dedicated to it, like, I mean, cause they, they work hard at what they're doing. Sure. Yeah. But it's just during the daytime when they're but supposed to be. Yeah. They can dedicate eight, 10, 15 hours to whatever they're doing daily because. Yeah. They have no other like commitments against their time. There's no so. obligations. Yeah. I would like, I think what I need to do. So here's what I watch other people who build software do they go invent a thing it gets bought for a handful of million and then they take a year off to build their own thing and then they they are self-sustaining because they've got millions of dollars that's all i need to do that doesn't sound that complex you know because i watch these twitch streamers like programmers and stuff and a handful of them are like oh yeah i was in the gaming industry and we shipped this game and i got bonus and stuff so i just quit for a year and i'm like what (laughs) yeah i mean Look, if I was anywhere near responsible with the money, I could probably, after a handful <laughs> of years, I could probably do the same thing. But I like to spend I the money I make. Me and you would be like, look at that little thing. Look at this little thing. And hey, I bet we could do this. Let's go to all the conventions. <laughs> yeah, we would just, and then money would be gone. I mean, but that's yeah. the thing. Like, I work to make the money to spend the money to do the things. And yes. I don't I don't care. Like I, I have these finance guys I talk to and they're all like, oh, spin, save, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's nice. We could die in ten years. Eat dessert first. Like you always dessert say. first, bitches. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm sure I might get to the end and just be destitute, but that's why I have a child. I'm gonna take all his money so I can survive. <laughs> nah, that's not true. That's not true. Don't. I told one of my girlfriends, I'm like, if my child is not independently wealthy and can buy me a giga yacht by the time he's 18 after all the, like, co-sleeping, the breastfeeding and, like, no screen time and all the bullshit, like, responsive parenting crap. And I'm like, I'm going to shoot myself in the face and I'm going to kill everybody else, too. Yeah. Not in that order. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you support me, you owe child. me a retirement. <laughs> like... Yeah. The bees, the bees. Okay, yeah. Tell tell your bees story. Hold on, I got. I got a bees. I don't have a, anywhere near remotely useful sound for this. Here we go. That was so quiet. That didn't <laughs> so even. T- that didn't even count. Hold on a second. Let me just. What? There we go. Got it. I turned off the light up here because I'm like, oh my god, that's making me like reflective. And I have a tan, and I still look like freaking Elvira, and I don't, and it's it's cloudy outside. Oh no! I don't understand. The sun, the sun does not agree with you. It's, there's no, there's no. I, anyway, whatever. I'm white. So yesterday was hard. Like yesterday was difficult because William was very much a two year old. And he did, he absolutely did not want to go to Ninja Park. Like, because I need, if I don't wake up and have at least like one ping for me to set my gaze up on, like the, the day's gone and I've done nothing and William's done nothing. And it's just, it's a bad time mentally and physically for everybody. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go to Ninja Park. We're going to have the best time ever. So we took four hours from the time he got up to get out. And it was just an uphill 
struggle walking up a sand dune the entire time. It was shit. And the entire time he's like, not go Ninja Park, not go Ninja Park. And I'm like, you'll have fun once you get there. We're just going to go. And my ADHD brain is like, oh, God, I'm meeting resistance. Maybe we should do something else. Maybe we should pivot. But I'm like, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. I am the mother. Yes. I'm like, I need to set because i hate doing shit and if yeah. jacob doesn't make me do it i don't do the shit and then i'm sad you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i didn't do it now i'm bummed yeah or like hey i went and did the thing that i didn't want to do because i didn't want to move because i was already headed in this direction and i had to pivot and this has been a lot of fun and i'm glad it so anyway we get there i open up the hatch of my car and a little honeybee like immediately flies in and i'm like fucking hate bees <laughs> whatever i'm in a parking lot i'm the parent whatever so i just left the hatch open because i'm like if i slam the hatch to get away from the bee now it's a later me problem so like whatever the bee flies out and i pick up his little strider bike put it on the ground and like the bee flies over to the strider bike like piss off it's it's not a flower it's not brightly colored it's a bicycle that's been in my house since its inception like, okay, cool. So I get out the Picardin and I just spray the bike in Picardin. And so then the bee comes to me. I spray myself in Picardin. I'm like, I'm not going to panic. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a bee. And then it goes after William. I spray William Picardin. Bee's gone. Problem taken care of. I'm awesome. High five self. We walk down to the ninja park. I start talking to this lady there and I notice a couple bees buzzing around, but you know, whatever, they're not bothering me. And then as I'm talking to this lady, she starts backing up for me and she goes, Oh God, honey, what is with the bees? I look down and there's like 30 fucking honeybees. Just like, I have chills thinking about it because my flight frights. So it's just like, ah, not, not, not good. So they're just like landing on me. They're landing on William. They're landing on everything we touch. They got, the, and I'm like, I can't run because if I drop my backpack, the keys are in there. I won't be able to get to the car. I can't leave my child because I've invested a lot of time in him and I, you know, <laughs> love him and shit. <laughs> and I'm not leaving the bike because Strider bikes are 120 freaking dollars. And so I'm like, okay. So I get the Picardin out and I just start dousing us all in Picardin. And like, I leave the backpack alone because I seem particularly in love with the backpack because I haven't doused it in Picardin yet. By the end of it, so there's this group of um, pre, like I guess it was a preschool group there, but you hear the leaders going Panthers assemble! <laughs> and like, all the kids are like running from the ninja park and like they're lining up and they just like take off running and the leaders like stay together Panthers hurry! <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Just- it's like a drill sergeant. It was terrifying, but they would not, they, they didn't go to anybody else. It was just me and anything I had touched. So me, my child, like the backpack and the bike. And I'm like, what in the ever loving fuck? But by the end of it, there was a cloud coming out of the trash cans there and they were coming toward us. And I'm like, I am not your queen. Do I have a queen on me? Did I accidentally like pick up the queen? Like I was panicking. It was the worst situation. It was nightmare fuel. It was awful. And I wanted to shit myself and run, but I couldn't because I had a baby. (laughs) There's these bees out there. They're like, behold, the prophesied one has come. Attack. (laughs) Attack the destroyer. (laughs) And like, we didn't get stung. They weren't being aggressive. They were just like... Hey, baby, what's up? And But it was like, you know, 300 of them. But I'm like, well, ah! does, does Picard work on bees? I thought it was just a mosquito 
repellent. Well, I assumed that, like, well, it's <laughs> a poison, a right? Sure. Right? It's, they don't like the smell because bees are really sensitive to the smell. I don't, I do not wear, I do not have scented shampoo. I have hippie shit Kalia stuff from Canada that, like, uses pine resin as a preservative. I use unscented lotion from California that's just basically unicorn sperm. <laughs> I, I don't use perfume because it's endocrine disrupt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't smell like anything but me. You I, evidently smell good to bees. But it was awful. And I've been... So that's why I started spraying cinnamon on me last summer because the bees wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. I'm like... Well, and I just, I ran out of the cinnamon spray and I, I'd been gone and I hadn't thought about it. So I didn't douse everything I own in cinnamon. But it was, I came home and I showered. I threw my clothes in the laundry. I got like this industrial sized bottle. I dumped cinnamon oil in it and I just sprayed myself until I was on fire. <laughs> and then we had to go to soccer. <laughs> See, this is just you going, <sighs> I'm high maintenance. Behold my many organic materials I require for my. That smell like nothing. That smell. Like, I mean, like you smell these people, these women that just waft these lovely smells because they're wearing perfume or, I mean, after sure. you stop wearing perfume, perfume makes me want to vomit, but they, they still smell good, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I smell like a, a sweaty human smells. <laughs> and apparently that's what does it for bees. Bees love that sweaty human smell. Yeah, you gotta you gotta cover yourself with the chemicals. Maybe you should switch to Head and Shoulders and uh, Head and Shoulders and Old Spice body wash before you go out next time and see if it makes a difference. Get, just as an experiment, go back to where you were, where the the bees saw you as a prophetic destroyer of worlds and decided to attack you. <sighs> I no, no, know. nope. I I I will go back there when everything is dead in the fall and there are no leaves on the trees because that was terrifying. Yeah. Adam of Geekheim says you should go to Cinnabon before outdoor activities, which I don't disagree with that. That's great. Well, that make it even worse because then you smell like cinnamon. That's actually like Cinnabon. if you had cinnamon and sugar, like would a bee be like, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know. Do bees not like sugar? I thought they liked sugar. They hate cinnamon. They hate cinnamon. Okay. Yes. That's well, that's, that's just, why I sprayed myself in cinnamon, Steve. Yeah. Just stick a cinnamon stick in your mouth like a cigar <laughs> wielding. Shove it, shove it <laughs> up like your Winston anus. Winston Churchill. Yeah. Cinnamon stick up the anus will do it. That's the <laughs> that's the secret. Hey, I need to get rid of these different kinds of insects. What do you do? Well, have you considered shoving a cinnamon stick up your butthole? Should give that a go. That's what they used to do to horses. They called it gingering. They'd put ginger up like an old horse's ass they just, and like <laughs> they just they'll stick anything up a horse. Like <laughs> anything. Well, I mean, sometimes that's how you save a horse. You give a horse an enema, you know, if it's got gotten colicky or whatever. What do they call it when a horse intestines, like, roll around? Horses' insides are not, like, horses that roll a lot, they die because you're not, their insides are wibbly-wobbly, you know? And they oh, can knock their intestines, like, if they, they're not careful. Yeah, the horse can die from this kind of thing. So sometimes you stick a water hose up its hind end. To get it to reset, get everything fixed. And then- I've never heard that my entire life. And I feel like if anybody, Kelly, would know about this. Yeah, Kelly would probably tell me I'm wrong because she knows horses. And I <laughs> yeah, Kelly, so, she's so matter of fact when she's like, no, that's wrong. And like me and you are like, 
Yeah, but it's a cool story, right? Like, it sounds good. <laughs> you and I are all about, like, does it sound funny and correct-ish? Maybe. If nobody challenges me, I just keep going with my bullshit. Oh, yeah. I'll just keep I'll just keep telling the story. That's why I hate hanging around with these dorks I hang around with all the time because they're like, answer this part of the question. I don't I don't want to answer. Well, or they start asking me more than I know because I speak in broad generalities. Broad, broad generalities. <laughs> that that river is not far away. How far? How far I don't away? care. Um, I don't care. I just know that it's over there somewhere, not far. From me. Somewhere <laughs> over there. That's how I do it. So when I'm confronted with someone who's like, well, give me more details, I'm like, no, that's your issue. <laughs> you, you go look it up. I'm satisfied <laughs> with what I just said. <laughs> or if they're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, again, I don't, I didn't really think about it that far. I just said it, you know? So if leave you me say alone. anything with enough confidence, in what you're saying, <laughs> yeah. Did you know that decaffeinated coffee was made from the dirt? <laughs> look, of a coffee plant. Shut up. This is how. Look, people have become president for doing that very strategy. Hold on. Here we go. Factoid. Horse. Hey, a horse. A horse thing. We got a horse no, factoid. Uh, yeah. Uh, for reals. Horses drink at least 25 gallons of water a day. More in hotter climates. Holy smokes. Can you believe that? Speaking of horses, uh, so if do not, I. If you're not listening, this is not a paid plug. If you're not listening to the Horse Girls podcast, you should listen to it. I was sold on it by Phil and Jenna, who hosts Horse Girls, and it's just Horse magic. Girls. Yeah, do they, they have read a, long hair? They read like a young adult horse book and then talk about it. But that, much like our show, sometimes the conversations go far from horses. And just into general chit-chat, and it's made me happy multiple times in listening to it. I'm like, okay, okay, I get it now. I had to hear it first. How did, how did, okay, so Phil walks up to you. Mm-hmm. I want to read The Babysitter's Club and then talk about it on a podcast. Yeah? Sure. I Why do, not? I would do literally anything with Phil Keating. With Phil? <laughs> like, literally anything. Like, he, he, he asked me to, like, hey, you want to go through the phone book and make up jokes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Would you, like... Where would you get a phone book? I, you know, they still, they sent one last year. I don't think I got one this year. But I did get one. And I, you know what I did with it? I threw it immediately in the recycle bin. Because I don't need that. And who's buying advertisements in uh, in Yellow Pages? Like, why? Fun book. Yeah. You remember There's when... There's so many things, like, dying that we used to just do that transitioned away so quickly. Oh, yeah. We, that we don't even think about anymore. Like, my kid's yeah. not going to know what a phone book is. A TV guide. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but... To be fair, our parents went through the same thing. I mean, they had rotary phones and party lines, and we're like, what? It's just, this is a weird, it's weird for us, because we get to all talk to each other about it, like, on mass, where, yeah. like, our parents, they could only talk to about it with their parents and, like, the other four people that they knew. We know, but like, I mean, everybody. technology didn't ex- explode as much as it has now, right? Like, No, it was exploding I- all the time. You know, so she said. Maybe our grandparents, maybe not. But like our parents that grew up in six, you know, nineteen fifty to sixty. Eight track to you know, yeah, stuff was just 
stuff ever since the transistor, man. Things just go, keep going. Keep There's going. your next podcast. Yeah, what? The history of transistors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about transistors. No, it doesn't sound fun at all. I don't know enough about that. But what I do know enough about is world news. Two people removed from the U.S. Open quarterfinals after one gave the other a haircut in the stands. What? What are we living in? Wait, what? What kind of world is this that we can't have a haircut? Uh, it's quite a hairy situation in the U.S. Open on Tuesday night as two men stay in as two men stay in Arthur Ashe Stadium seats were cut short after one buzzed the other's head in the stands during the quarter quarterfinals. Uh, tournament security removed the two from the match. Uh, U.S. Tennis Association Brendan McIntyre. U.S. Tennis Association, Brendan McIntyre. That feel like they need a title there. Like, that sounds like the name of the organization and then just a guy. That um, just sounds... Was there a comma? No. No, there's no okay. comma. This is, then that's no, wrong. This Way to go, CBS News. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Mr. McIntyre said, When someone saw it, security went to the two individuals. They were escorted out of their seats and then off the grounds for disruption of play. There's a first time for anything. A disruption of play? What? I mean, I guess if it's quiet. Was it like... Yes, they use like gas-powered clippers. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, people don't go to a tennis match to hear... (laughs) They go to hear... Over and over. <laughs> hey, that, that was, that was good, pretty good. Good teamwork. Let's, ce- <laughs> let's celebrate each other right after a good joke. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> but that's what you go for, you know? And the squeaky sounds of tennis shoes. Oh, the- yes. You know? Yeah. <gasps> there you go. You should do. you. Oh, my God. Okay. So you get like a, like you guys that are really good with sound. And then you you make sounds to like a scene from a movie where all the the vocabulary is removed, <laughs> the speech. Nobody's talking. It's just it's just the sounds shuffling like without the music. So it's literally just the you know the celery being hit against the desk for punches, and then see if somebody can guess what movie it's from. <laughs> we act out a scene in audio with no yes. dialogue. Yeah, with yeah. no music and no no dialogue and see if you could just figure out. You couldn't do any, like, fight scene ever because it would just be, like, shuffling and... Oh, yeah. And it would be really hard to guess. Travis says... Foley fo- work, foley yes, work. yes, yeah. I couldn't, yes. I couldn't do Foley work. Like, I, I... No, that's just the tedium involved in Foley work is beyond my level of patience. I don't, I don't find it creative... For me, like it's incredibly creative. It's such a skill, but I cannot go, man. I can't wait to crack celery today to make bone crunching sounds. Like, There's no. a dude that does the foley work for a bunch of the, the movies, and he's he does uh, YouTube shorts, and they're fascinating, and they're so much fun to watch. And he also does the um the props, like. He's like, you can't use a real paper bag on set because the Foley artist will literally come out in mass and then murder you where you stand because <laughs> you have to get rid of all that crinkle. So they have like fake paper bags that don't make crinkle noises. But it was it's so cool to watch like the the props like because 
you you can't have paper that makes noise. You can't have paper bags that make noise. Like you can't have liquid slurping around, but you have to have it still look like it's liquid. And like the food can't be real because it sets out on set the entire time. And the Foley artists are like, I hate doing chewing work because the actor always looks like they're not really chewing, but I have to make them sound like they're chewing. Anyway, it was really cool. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, yes. dude, if you watch any behind the scenes of any movie now where like 92% of it is on green screens, you start to respect actors more cuz yeah. like the level of pretending <laughs> they have to do to do anything, particularly when they're alone and like the set is fake. Nothing right? around <laughs> them green. is real and they're interacting with a fake character. I mean, if you watch it, you watch it in the movie, and it's one thing. You're like, "Oh, this is this is beautiful." Look at them crying over this little tree or you know puppet or whatever it is that they're looking at. But then you watch it in the behind the scenes. You're like, they are really like having to work against nothing and have yep. these big emotional responses against nothing. I would be so exhausted by the end of the day. I would no, I don't know. How I'd never do it again. I watched like just one video. Of Chris Pratt like pretending to cut a rope in a Jurassic Park thing. They were showing like before and after VFX. Yeah. And I'm like, he has to dive at nothing, pull out a knife, and pretend to cut nothing. And other people are screaming about nothing. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. This is hard work. Actors do hard work to entertain us every day. And I I have a new appreciation (laughs) for the art form. That would be so difficult to dive at nothing and then cut the nothing while you catch the nothing. Yeah, I I, I understand why a lot of actors do Broadway when they're not doing movies, because it gives them a chance to interact with actual people and things. (laughs) That's so depressing, though. Yeah, it's it's awful. And then, you know, not to mention all the VFX artists are just getting paid peanuts to turn out billion-dollar movies. We got to fix that. We got to fix that. That's a problem. Anyway, if you're in VFX, call me. We'll sort something out. <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it. We, me and Ashley are real good at fixing things. So just call us. We'll talk about it. And then we'll see. There. We did it. Done. Yeah. We talked I'll about it. I'll just yell at somebody till it's better. Yeah. It's fixed. No more problems. <laughs> uh, what, what do we do next on this thing? Small town news. <laughs> Oh, you got to click on it, man. Yeah, we, Squirrel knocks out. Quality of notes has gone downhill <laughs> in time. Hey, we had them. <laughs> yeah, we had notes this time. We're professionals. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, producer Jacob. He did, he did say, he's like, you have notes, they're not curated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know what? We can roll with it. Sorry, I have totally notes. Will podcast. Squirrel yes. knocks out power to... 10,000 customers? That is what that number says. Good work. Good work. Yay, yay, yay. Utility officials in Virginia said 10,000 customers, including at least two schools, were without power for over an hour when a squirrel came out in contact with substation equipment. That means that the squirrel is dead. I love you reading it like a BBC anchor. (laughs) It's the best. The squirrel is fried and... (laughs) There's lots of people that are real pissed off at that little bastard. <laughs> I love the picture they're using for this. I know, right? Hold on. Ah! There it is. It's a it's this death mask. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Robin's footing look like? Oh no! Oh, my balls! <laughs> my balls are tingling! My nuts are called a transformer! <laughs> oh my god, Steven! No! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> breathy quality that you gave it to. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun until it wasn't. (laughs) Oh, my face. (laughs) Parts. Good morning. Hello. (laughs) Dominion Energy Spokeswoman Bonita Billingsley Harris. Oh my God, what a cool name. Now I have yeah. to be British again. Billingsley oh, yeah. Harris said that the power outage began real freaking early when a squirrel entered a substation. I just read that, but like it's a different sentence. Mm-hmm. The squirrel got between a circuit breaker and a transformer, causing a power surge, <laughs> causing a dead squirrel that made the transformer go kablooey. Uh huh. Like it's so funny when you hear a transformer go, Pow-pow! and you're like, fucking squirrel. Didn't you have yours pop like two times outside your house? Because of a squirrel, yeah. Yeah. Little bastards. Like you just, you go out there, there's just like a a smoking transformer and a smoking squirrel carcass. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, them's good eatings, am I right? I hate squirrels. We're not about it. They ate. So we, it's so windy and awesome and lovely outside. Um, we, We had been has something to do with my son outside so i wouldn't die brain death we got a, just a shit ton of, of bird feeders and then every week we'd go to the hardware store get a big thing of like the sunflower seeds and then fill up the bird feeders twice a week with william because that was something for me to do with him while we were outside but jacob went one weekend and got the bird seed and at the time super pregnant and i couldn't carry the bird seed because it was a 50 pound bag and i'm like you're like, I got Sorry, a 15 dude, pound like, limit here. Yeah, like, I I can't be lifting this close to the due date. So it sat in the back of his truck. And I'm like, honey, just, just, just put it in the garage and then I can go from there. But the squirrels got to it. So squirrels got into the back of his truck, ripped open the bag, seed exploded everywhere. And then they just sat and feasted all day every day in the back of his truck and so like the seeds had sprouted and were growing (laughs) and it just it smelled like fuzzy butthole assholes because the squirrels just sit and peed and pooped while they ate because they're disgusting and it was just so bad but the thing that finally got jacob to get the bag out was i did it and then i pressure washered it pressure washered it and then when I finally got all the seeds out of the back of the truck and stuff and got his truck pressure washed, I'm like, the squirrels ate your truck. Like, lit- they would try to get to the seeds that had been trapped in the tailgate. Yeah. And so there's just huge bits of chewed plastic on his back bumper and, like, the tailgate and stuff. So they literally ate his truck. I hate squirrels. Squirrels have been a vice for horseshoes and hand grenades since episode one. Like, we've always yes. hated them. Stories yes. like this makes it so that we hate them more than we hated. What them. do we if call we the squirrel unified comrades? The suck. yes, the suck uh, against the <laughs> fur united alliance or something. What do we call the cats that ate the squirrels? 
I don't oh, know. I can't it's remember. It's been lost to time. Uh, we we had those little sucks, the like the acorn oh, yeah, with buttons. the like. Yes, yeah, I still have buttons. some. I'm sure. They're like awesome. I think I had a bu- a giant bag of anti squirrel buttons in my yes. toolbox for a long time. And they're then I was they're like, amazing. Well, this bit is mostly dead at this point. I don't think anybody wants let's, these. Buttons. Let's bring back the suck. We used to buy this stuff. Like this was before we even went to cons. We would buy this stuff. Have literally no one to give it to. Like nobody. We did, we had like eight listeners, and we're like they're on the internet somewhere. We could give them like a button. We had five hundred buttons. We thought we were so cool. We were like we can definitely. Do Remember, this. Eric like made us a bunch of art and stuff, and we like just laid the pamphlets on the tables and stuff. Yeah. Um, we were scared. TV went. I will I will send you some of those buttons. They're they're downstairs somewhere because I found a cache of them and got really excited <laughs> and I don't know where I put them again, but they're downstairs somewhere. Yeah. So within the next six months <laughs> I'll send you a button. We'll get you we'll get you a button. We'll get you a button. Uh all right, next story. We got a we got a special section today. Special. Ashley, you know what I love? Cup of noodles. Farts? You know what I mean? I love a cup of noodles. Uh, was the last time you had one? Uh, over at Dragon Con, um, we took we took cup noodles and we heated up the co- the water in the coffee maker, and then put the water in the cup of noodles. I so, want cup of noodles now. Yeah, it's good. It's not cup of noodles. I thought it was cup of noodles, but it's cup noodles. Well, it's September, everybody, and that means it's pumpkin spice time. And the latest thing to be invaded by the pumpkin spice trend is cup noodles. Uh, they're going to be releasing a pumpkin spice flavor next month. The company who creates cup noodles, Neeson, uh, says it's a perfect blend of sweet, savory, and spiced. All you need to do is add some water and put it in a microwave. Uh, okay, cup noodles, pumpkin spice. Eh, not really what I would go for, but but they have also gone ahead and ruined everything else by saying... To really make it a treat, company officials say to top off your noodles with some whipped cream. Now you've gone too far. Okay, so I was responding to Travis where he said I'd try it, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, same. He made it sound like kind of umame, you know, you hit all the flavor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whipped cream is a no. Yeah, whipped cream, not going to do it. I'm not putting whipped cream on a noodle. Not gonna happen. And I'm a I'm a straight whipped cream eater. Like I'll put whipped cream on just about any sweet thing. <laughs> uh, but awesome. I'm not putting it on a cup of noodles. I don't care what flavor that cup of noodles is. Mmm, cup of noodles. All right, time. I know what I'm eating for lunch. I don't have any. Actually, I don't have any more. We ate them all. There's no more cup of noodles. Or, no, we're going to eat healthy food again, so we're putting it in the donate box that we take to the donate place where you give people food. I don't understand why we make food like we do. We're like, because any any kind of the, the ramen, like, the Americanized ramen that they sell here specifically has that um, basically Teflon coating on it to keep the noodles from sticking together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's really, really bad for you. Oh yeah, Teflon. Teflon eats your sperm. Do you know that? We're, the world. Teflon has murdered the planet. Like yeah, we're it's pretty bad. We're, we're screwed. Like it's it's literally in everyone and everything across the entire planet. But like, food dies. I, I should not have to get the die free version of like infants, child, and all. You know what I mean? Like, 
Why die? Put die in an infant form. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you psychotic assholes? Like, does it? Does my eight month old need purple shit that they're not going to look at and they're going to hate being in there? Like, it's to make no. it more palatable to look at. But like, I don't. It doesn't. It's you know, butter was the first FDA approved food to be approved for food dye because butter's not yellow. Why did we make butter yellow? There's no purpose, you know? Why do that? Well, we what? Yeah. Like I I have to look. Watching for candy is kind of silly, but I have to watch my candy that I give Sam because if it's red, we're gonna have a bad day. Bad shit. Yeah, it makes them bad. That's like well known that red dye fucks kids up like some more than others but like across the board like even adults it causes allergic reactions like just stop putting it in shit what is wrong with you yeah sam goes absolutely bonkers when it comes to red dye of anything yeah you know like anything with red dye in it like about 20 minutes after eating it he's uh, he's just uncontrollable and it's not like it's not normal kid crazy like it's not normal kid sugar high like that's Sam's still responsive when he has It's like an immune response. Yeah, it's like he just can't function. It's just absolutely insane. But you know what? That's one problem we're just going to have to leave to the world to solve on its own because we've got to do News Better Left Untold. Oh, y'all are going to love this one. Man (laughs) accused of selling human body parts on Facebook has been arrested. All right. So huh? I got a bag full of body parts. I got a foot. Stop being on Facebook. I got fingers. I got an eyeball. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm looking for a place to sell it. Why on earth would I think Facebook Marketplace is the right place to go, hey, I got this human foot. Anybody want it? Like, no, you go to, like, the Onion Network for that. That's You got to go into the deep web to sell human body parts. I don't even... The I don't onion. even... I'm not a, uh, a seller of exotic materials such as human body parts and i know this stuff like this guy also he's just uh he's into the body modification you know shit why does half of his face look like lettuce because he's a two he's two-faced maybe he's working on oh he even got the like scleral dye that is so fucking stupid for you to get it's like okay i'm down with anybody who wants to tattoo do what body modifies your body. You do what you want with it, but scleral dye, no, very, very just, bad. For just you. get the big scleral contacts, man. Yeah, it's not okay. You're gonna have a bad time. I promise. There's oh. nothing good about it, and none of the people that do it are authorized to do it. Like, there's no, no human being is allowed by like any sort of certification to dye your eyeball. It's just not. So you've got. You've, the, the vitreous fluid in your eye, there's a filter. So as you age, you get those little floaters. That's because you're, you're, the filter can't filter them out. And that's why they're literally just stuck in there. So if you put that dye in there, like it clogs up your filter. You're like, you're, you're going to have some problems. Maybe not now, maybe immediately, but you're going to have lots of issues with that. It's not, it's not safe. It's not good for you. You're go- you're basically just injecting your eyesight with blindness. Yeah, the more the more you know. Come to Horseshoes and Hangers for more hot tips. <laughs> I need more sounds like like a tip. Like somebody needs to be told, "Don't poke your eye with a needle." Like what the what? what? Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna go blind. There was one girl who had to have yeah. her eye removed uh, because 
it, the scleral she got infected or something and uh, yeah you're it's your it leads to infections because your eye can't filter the waste out of your vitreous it's just stop being stupid yeah anyway. bad idea so, so do I read this zombie book once about um like a zombie that popped an eyeball into its mouth and it popped in the the warm salty vitreous fluid and that's like stuck with me that scene so much because I'm just like Ew. Oh. but apparently no, it was like the zombie's god. favorite thing. <laughs> no god, please no. no. <laughs> awful. Okay, read the story. Everything you said is just awful. Um, that's pretty on brand uh, for me <laughs> yeah all right so let's learn about this guy a man with a viral mugshot i was like that's the, the thing that really sells you on this article uh is yep. accused of selling human body parts on facebook is now behind bars after they arrested him uh east pinsborough township re- received a complaint about possible human body parts being sold in enola pennsylvania uh dennis right. if you're still in the chat i hope you don't have any missing friends with missing limbs because uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Keep an eye Whoopsie. on Phil. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Police were then led to the house of Jeremy Pauly on July 8th, where an investigator was conduct when investigation was conducted after police were able to receive a search warrant for his property. Oh man, we got parts lists. We got we got a cut list for this particular project for this individual. Uh, are you ready for what they found in there? They found <gasps> half one half a head, which like okay, that's awful. A whole head, uh, three brains with a skull cap, one heart, one liver, one lung, two kidneys, one female pelvis, one piece of skin with a nipple, and four hands. Um, I'm going to throw up. This is the worst story Wait. I've ever read in my life. There was also a bucket containing 15 gallons of human remains. Like, Just a bucket. Where did they come from? Oh, they were stolen from a mortuary. Okay, so they were dead. Okay. They were, That's were a dead. little... That's, that's okay. It's more palatable now that I know they were gotten from a reasonable location, you know, right, not just like, like the bus stop, you know. He found them. Like what? Oh, wait, okay, so the one full female pelvis. I'm assuming it wasn't skeletal. Uh yeah. I don't think so. What, ethically what you, sourced. What, what you doing with ethically sourced? <laughs> Oh my god, Travis said that? <laughs> yeah, yes. he's ethically sourced. Nice! Oh. Eth- okay, that was brilliant. You guys are brilliant. I love you people. I, I quit. The show's done. Those- <laughs> Did you know that there's a law against abuse of a corpse? I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, it, it-, it keeps people from boning dead bodies and creating... Well, so the reason they did that was like people were, were you know doing some stuff and things to the dead bodies and then they would get like a weird disease and then they would spread it. So they're like, we should probably moderate that. We should regulate uh, relations with dead Corpse banging, yeah. That's gross. Like, I just, I want to, I don't want to understand, but I want to know like where your brain goes, how deep into whatever you're going into do you have to get to go, I think I can do this or I'm going to do this. Like it just, it, eh, just don't, don't bang corpses. Bad idea. Wait, who is who is all the guy? Anyway. Okay, so Polly was the guy who stole all the stuff. Yes, yeah, and then somebody named Scott got them. Right, right, and and I, my only guess is that Polly's end goal was to build a human like Frankenstein. You know? I just just the female pelvis 
bothers me it, so much. It should. It should. Everything about the story should bother you, really. Like, there's no, there's no good that can come of whatever this guy was up to. Anyway, long story short, University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences says they're extremely sorry for all the, the stuff that's happened. You know, people unselfishly donate their body parts and have them respected, and then they don't. They aren't. So anyway, they're appalled. Good to, good to Gross. Know. Yeah. I, too, am appalled. You know, the world at large is appalled. Except for, like, five people who are like, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> those people are just... Those people are broken. I don't know what happened to them. I uh, mean, I, a collector of oddities is not, like, a huge... Like, if you want to collect body parts, like, become a mortician, man, or... There's ways to do it. Like, you can get a foot in formaldehyde from somebody somewhere for legit reasons right like for study you want to study a foot i just imagine there's a legit market somewhere for this kind of thing sure like it's called going to medical school (laughs) don't shoplift from the morgue Um, (laughs) it's not what you want anyway wait bean says did you hear about the man who donated his mother's body to examine and teach doctors how to do stuff and then found out it was blown up in a military experiment? Oh, jeez. The mother's body was blown up? I mean, so if I was going to donate a body or donate my body, I don't know that I would care what was done with it. I mean, I don't own if it, it was legally you, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, it's weird that the military got it though. Sure. Maybe, maybe it, it was. Maybe. Oh, they they sent him a letter. Uh, why? That's how the military does it. They correspond via post office, certified mail. But why would you be like, hey, we blew your mom to bits. Thanks for the donation. Got any more? Yeah, I mean, it was probably a letter, Bean. I think you're right, because the military would correspond with, with official post office stuff. But yes, I, mean, I need to. Once you donate a body for science, military science is science, right? Like, I mean, I mean, it's not I, can, yours. I can understand going, oh, shit. Like, but I just, why would you tell somebody? Like, just let them rest thinking that the body is going to the greater good or, you know, Maybe med it was students the are learning. Good. You know? But don't tell somebody that you blew up their mom. <laughs> you didn't blow up. You blew up your mom's meat mech. Uh, your mom ain't in there no more. Meat mech. Go go to the next. Go to the <laughs> next title before you have to backpedal. <laughs> We're all driving around in these things. You're not outside your body. You're inside driving a meat mech. That's what these are. You got a brain and it sits in there, and all of this is just controls and junk. You know, like you're just driving it around. It's like a car. Okay, can I read this story? Now I'm really curious. WTF! <laughs> we're 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 switching. We're subbing. Oh, we're pivoting. Jacob's San Francisco parking spot goes for sale for ninety grand because f capitalism in San Francisco to uh. Man learns mom's body donated for research was instead blown up in military testing. Yeah, that's uh, thanks, Bean. Because I'm 
Thank you, B. Yeah, I'm really curious. He's like camping too. What are you I doing? I know. He's <laughs> camping, connected, watching Twitch. This sounds. There's so like many camping. like body stories. He's gonna sleep so well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> An Arizona man is upset after having learned his. Oh, this is here. Why did I think this was in the UK? Uh. I... Uh. An Arizona man is upset after having learned. Wow, somebody needed to edit this. After having learned his mother's body was sold to the military for blast testing. And he's one of many families who gave the bodies of loved ones the biological resource center with the understanding their bodies would be used for scientific purposes. There are dozens of families who still don't know what happened to bodies of the loved ones they donated to BRC. Why, why would you want to know, though? I don't think you would. Like, you just, you get, you, you just donate and go. Her name was Doris Strafer, 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 I don't know. Stoffer. Stoffer. There's no R. Oh, I there. added an R. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Buy one, get one. Jim Stauffer does know, but he almost wishes he didn't. He donated his mother's body after she battled Alzheimer's. He trusted the BRC to get her brain. Oh, okay. Oh, they're going to do brain work. Yes. Yes. So she, she died of Alzheimer's. They were going to send the brain to neurologists to study the brain. But instead, his mom's body was sold to the U.S. military to test explosives. Oh, wait. So he donated it, and then the BRC sold the body? What is this, like, the goodwill of bodies? Uh, maybe they didn't have room for that one, and they just had to offload. Maybe they had too many Alzheimer's brains. Oh, my God. This is so depressing. I don't even, I don't think I'm going to read the rest of this. Don't read online. it. It's, it's yeah. rough. It gets, it gets, yeah. But anyway, that was the... So he he thought that it was going to like actually scientific like let's do some research in Alzheimer's um but she got kaboomed. Yeah. Assault. Okay, so that entire thing is very bothersome. Yeah, you, I get you donate it now. a body with like a intent, you know? Like I, I this person had a disease that needs researched and you donate it and they just like throw it out the back window onto D Wayne's pickup and he hauls butt <laughs> somewhere and sells it somebody else feels like the chain of custody is broken here you know okay yeah those okay that that was i i understand like what he was told would happen was not even close to what actually happened and i could understand being felt very scammed swindled upset about that yeah and uh i mean really like if i were to do that i'd just rather not find out what happened to it and just right assume. don't tell me yeah, i threw my me. dad into the ocean and i'm like i'm assuming you're well poop now but that's fine. I don't really think you know. Like, yeah, you just you're you're gone. Like, you ain't here no mo. Yeah, and now your stuff's in the water where it will spread far and wide with the fishes. You know, me and Stephanie were talking about how uh, classy and um, tranquil <laughs> and glorious that laying to rest was when you just <laughs> chucked your dad into the water as far as you could. And I was like, there's no wave was coming, man. (laughs) You were yelling, just throw it. She's like, but we're supposed to just throw it. it." Just threw your dad into the ocean. We were up to our freaking waist in water. Like (laughs) Stephanie's up to her chest because she's shorter than I am. There's a wave from like tsunami 204 coming down the hall. And I'm like, just chuck him. She's like, no, we need to go. I'm like, just throw it. You guys just got a good picture of your dad's pillow just flying Yeet. through the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, he wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, 
I don't think we would have had it any. I could just hear him going, "Oh gosh!" It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> and swearing at you. Like I could just hear, like I could hear his voice. Ashley, <laughs> I do, I do. That's one of the, the things that I miss from Dad is having him yelling. <laughs> yeah, golly, Ned's. Uh, yeah, it was just the best. Uh, but yeah, oh, thank you guys for coming and joining us this morning. Uh, so early. We're happy that you're here. It was a good show. I think we got we got some news. We're on we're out on track again. Yeah, at least a couple weeks. I got uh, I got one more weekend. I can do this. Then I got to skip a weekend again. Um, what are you doing then? Going camping. I'm going to the mountains. Oh, you guys are like going camping, camping. Not me. And I'm going with the guys I meet with on Wednesdays. Uh, camping in the mountains. We're doing. Steven, if you get eaten by an effing bear no, okay, while you're no. gone, look, it's fine. It's fine. This this okay. camping is like inside. You're of gonna the, be bean camping. Uh, yeah, sort of. Like it's it's a campground, but a buddy of mine has a contact in this gated community that has like a real nice campground on a mountain near a creek. So you're still like a mile away from civilization, but it's okay. inside a civilization like you're in this place and the only people that can stay at this campground is people that live in the neighborhood so a buddy of mine has a friend that actually has a house or lives in that neighborhood and he's like hey i'll reserve you guys a campground and so we're going to this like legit crazy swanky pants camp okay okay. no it's camping we're gonna be in tents it's campground it's not like there's power everywhere because i was like I was like, what's the deal with like charging phones? And my buddy was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So I was like, okay, so bring battery pack. Bring ba- <laughs> Travis said it's, it's can hunt a, for the bears. It's not a can hunt. They don't let a bear out of a cage and you shoot it. Where- no, 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 no. They let that you're the, you're the can oh, hunt, Stephen. I'm the, I'm the bait. You're the bait. The, the bear has failed you in the cage. So according to, to what, I, what I understand is there's never been like any bear sightings, bear shenanigans in this campground. Um, but I don't Bring know. Bring your bear mace. Yeah. You just, they're black bears. Black bears are like dogs. You have to be really loud unless there's a baby nearby. And then just say some prayers because you just better hope you're not in the wrong spot. You know what I mean? I, I saw this amazing quote meme shirt whatever that said um if you see a bear lay down and pretend to die it's good practice for when you die a couple minutes later (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah like it does work like with a grizzly that's your only hope but they're probably still gonna bite you in the neck to see if you're alive and then you're gonna bleed out anyway have you heard about the the goalers and the pizzlies so like (laughs) thank you climate change so grizzlies are having to go further north for hunting and polar bears are going further south so they're running into each other and when they don't murder each other they're boning one out and so if a grizzly bear is a father then it's a a growler bear a goler and if the polar bear is the father it's a pizzly which is hilarious but so they're not as big as polar bears but they're more aggressive because oh, the grizzly bears is worse. So we're we're breeding a freaking killing machine by by pushing these animals. Same thing with with coyotes and wolves. Like we're doing some weird things with their hunting grounds. So if they don't kill each other, they're 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 called coy wolves. And again, they're 
big coyotes. So they're oh, not as shy as the wolves are. They're aggressive like the coyotes are, but they're bigger like the wolves are. So we're just like breeding these like psycho killing machines. I'm like, oh my God. This, what you just explained is why I'm not concerned with retirement. Um, <laughs> gonna die and it's I'm not, not gonna be pretty i'm not concerned about saving money till i'm 70 because the chances of earth being anything that it looks like when i'm 70 is not great um we should probably invest in a yacht for all the flooding a yacht and we should discover how to use hydroponics because we're gonna need it uh because yep. if we plan to grow anything it's gonna have to be hydroponic uh, or we're because there ain't gonna be no rain or nothing or land or, or soil, or soil. <laughs> yeah, soil. It's all gonna all be I'm salted. Is we need to start pulling our money for that compound. That's all. I want the compound. Like every when you guys sent me all the videos and stuff, I'm just like, I could see these people every day and it would be lovely. But I do want to move to the resort at Williamsburg with everybody because that would be cool uh, to have you cool. know breakfast in the big house. Yeah. On the one hand, com- compound. On the other hand, just a big old flipping uh, drug cartel mansion with everybody in it, you know. So they have that. It's called the estate, and uh-huh. I feel like, yeah. We well, when the world ends, we'll just go hijack it, and then it'll be ours. So water's yes. rights. Yeah. <laughs> Water world. <laughs> <laughs> well, we okay. So we need to like create our our pirate two dork tag now so we can all be branded with it so we can yeah. recognize our people I like, like you it. go by the, the creed of the dorks yes okay i really have to pee and i'm out of water <laughs> and i really i really got to go sit out some stuff for to get to room temperature because i might be making something today <gasps> so emily looks at me yesterday and goes so four o'clock at your house tomorrow right what's your mom's ad or four o'clock tomorrow right she's like what's your mom's address and i'm like huh <laughs> so she ruined it oh good yeah sorry about that somebody's no, going to. I, at least it wasn't me this time i'm usually the ruiner no well jacob's been talking about like getting together for dinner and stuff but i didn't know that him and kels were going to be there so oh okay well good yeah. surprise yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody for hanging out with us tonight on horse tonight. To, oh boy, tonight. that's an old Aww. habit. Uh, this morning or wherever you're listening to uh, our show on horseshoes and hand grenades, we have truly enjoyed getting back in the saddle with you. Uh, Ashley and I were literally going to fade from existence if we didn't talk to each other on someday. Yes, alone without other people to tell us we're silly. Uh, or not completely just freaking ignore us and then like walk away or yeah. just like. It's, it's it's crushing. Yeah, no, but nobody cares about us except each other. And you we're guys. not cool <laughs> in our local vicinity. No, we're not cool. No our kids don't like us. Our spouses don't like us. We're just not great. You people no. make us feel valued. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you for listening. That's why we're here. Yeah, so that's that's good. Ah, oh, poor Dennis. We confused him. He's like, I don't have a brain left. By the way. Uh, Solomon's Odyssey Chapter 2 Kickstarter is out. Uh, Dennis, just post the link because it's legit. We're going to talk to Dennis soon about his comic book. The first one was fantastic. And if you have dollars, you need to help him. Um, I want a comic book. Well, then good for you. Kickstarter. Link me. Solomon's Odyssey. I think it's likenbook.com. Did I get that right? Uh, I think you can get to, the, the, get to it from there. L-Y-C-A-N. 
Oh uh, my maybe. god, I I tipped I typed in like plant lichen. <laughs> but yeah, Dennis is an incredible writer creator. Uh so help him out. That's that's the that's the tag. Uh yeah, see lichen book. I'm so smart, I could remember that. I'm gonna buy this for my birthday. You should give Dennis Holy some money. Because Kickstarters are a big deal. They're tough. Yeah, not leeching. Is it lichen? Is that how you say it? I always I always pronounce that leeching because I've never heard anybody say it out loud. Um, I said lichen. Like Yeah. Like it and like well, English is so stupid. I was trying to explain words to my two year old, and I'm like, I know it's, it's yeah. the same word, but it. Okay, yeah. I love you guys. I'm gonna wet myself. Type move and love next to each other and try to explain why those aren't pronounced the same. Uh, it's just loose and lose. No, oh, God. suck a butt. Don't get me started. Anyway, if you like the show, review it. Review our show. We're back. We're doing things. Re-up your reviews. Go places and type <laughs> in how much you like it. Follow us on Twitter. I've started using the TikTok a little bit because all my friends do, and I'm like, oh, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. So I've been giving it a go. Steve H&H over there. Uh, tip us. Help us make the show better over at tutorks.net slash tip. And if you want to join the Patreon again now that we're doing more stuff, and uh, uh, those were the days included in that, our other podcast, tutorks.net slash support will take you to our Patreon um, I honestly don't remember who's donating and who cut them off, but all these people are still awesome. D.H. Dunn, Hammerdorf, <laughs> Jesse Og, Adam Christine of Geekheim, Oddly Normal One, and our parents. Uh, if you're still donating, great. If not, you're still great because uh, you donated before. <laughs> uh, but with that, we'll leave you with these words of wisdom from H. Jackson Brown Jr., who said the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time so on Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Bye!